Welcome to The Battle, part of the Super Awesome Mix Podcast Network. I'm Matt Sidholm, and this season, Jen Tully and I will try to determine the winner of the Battle of 80s Movie Soundtrack Songs. We've got 16 songs competing. Every episode, we'll have one battle, and in episode 15, we will crown a champion. We've got three categories. One, songwriting. How does it sound? What do we think of the lyrics? Category two, critical reception. Did it target win any awards? What are critics saying? Finally, category three, cultural significance. Do people know this song? Do people associate it with the movie? How do they weigh against each other? This week, it is the finals of the name of the movie division. Footloose from the movie Footloose by Kenny Loggins. Taking on Purple Rain by Prince from the movie Purple Rain. Starring Prince. Jen, this is a couple of titans going up against each other. Your thoughts on songwriting. Yes, yes. My thoughts on songwriting are, so we have to set some context too here. Both of these songs were released in 1984. So we're not even struggling with like different years or which one sounds more modern. Like these are both from the same year. So I think that made this one a little, maybe not easier to judge, but this one kind of set a level playing field. Um, So when I'm talking about, or I'm thinking about Footloose from a songwriting standpoint, I mean, it's silly fun, right? Like if you want the Kenny Loggins think piece from this film, <laughs> you're going to have to listen to I'm Free, right? We've talked yes. about this before. Yeah, that's a great point. <laughs> like, that's a great point. That's the thinker from him. It's not Footloose. Um, you know, like the rhyming gets a little bit tedious. And I hate to criticize this song because I love this movie. I love Kenny Loggins. I love this song. I love Kevin Bacon, right? But we have to decide. So I I, I think like, yeah, the rhyming is a little it, it, like, especially as an older adult listening to it now, I'm like, stop rhyming names and weird <laughs> you really, things. Like, I tell you what, the rhyming really gets you. You really don't appreciate the rhyming. Me. It gets yeah. me. Well, and also too, like, there's no one named Louise in the movie. Like, That's a good point. You know, like, I'm, I'm all, what's he talking or, about? <laughs> or by the way, that, that falls in the category of names you really don't hear anymore, right? Like, do you, right? do you know anybody named Louise? I can't think of anybody. I do not. I know a couple of Eloises, but no, no plain old. <laughs> That's Louise, a great point. Yeah. I think I, yeah, I think I've run across more Eloises than Louises. Yeah. So, so yeah, it kind of falls off, but I think. So this song is, sounds kind of dated, yeah, right? At least more than Purple Rain. That, that was kind of be my note there was like, if you think about like two, like younger musicians throwing on these songs, right? And Footloose, there's, yes. there's kind of nothing to it musically and then songwriting wise, right? Whereas Purple Rain, at the very least, they're captivated by the guitar playing, right? Like they are just drawn in and just, you know, again, Prince is so good. And Kenny Loggins is great, too. Like, let's not discount that. But I mean, I just think here, if you're the the way I thought about it there was just if you've got a couple of younger musicians and you're introducing them to these songs for the first time, I think they will immediately take to Purple Rain. Um, just because of how strong it is, uh, just just musically, because even there's not a ton of lyrics to Purple Rain, and they're not great. <laughs> like the thing about it, like that's that was my note is like musically, I think Purple Rain is way better. Lyrically, it's only slightly better. I mean, he says things like, "I only wanted one time to see you laughing." Oh, really, Prince? Just once? Just once. Like, <laughs> you know, like, and that sentence structure is kind of cuckoo, you know, he's, where you're like. He's like, Yoda. he just know. watched Yoda in The Empire Strikes Back and yeah. was like, I'm going to write a song like that. 
what are we doing yeah. here? And then the other thing I'll call out from a lyric standpoint is that both of these songs use words that no one uses. Like they're not really enduring phrases outside of the context of the song, right? Like when was the last time you said you were doing anything in regards to, oh, I'm just having a footloose Saturday, you know, I'm, like I'm footloose and what fancy free. Yeah. Yeah, no. but we don't even say that, you know, all the like, time. And then nobody I say even it all knows, the time, like, Jen, all the time. You don't, <laughs> you actually don't. And nobody even knows what the F purple rain is. Like, you know, I know Prince has like all these pontifications on it's like symbolism pertaining to the end of the world. But I feel like that's every Prince song, right? Like, yeah. So I think that's the other thing, too, is like lyrically, like they're talking about things that aren't really all that, you know, like we're not using these words all the time. That's a, that's a great point. Okay. I will say that thematically, Footloose just kind of been working so hard okay i mean eight hours for what you know and you just kind of working so right. hard punching my right. card punching my card like who wrote that's this a great rhyme. Loggins or dr that's Seuss? a great rhyme i mean okay? come on dr seuss <laughs> all right all right i think oh. i think the rhyming versus the guitar playing if i'm hearing you correctly and i would agree okay we're gonna give the edge to purple rain here in this first category yes okay it's hard it breaks my yep. heart we all know how i feel about the log dog yes. i love kenny Loggins, but this yes this has to go to purple rain now critical reception now this is an interesting category because in in its time right footloose hit the top of the charts it got nominated for an oscar purple rain was number two never got to the top but it's also considered like one of the greatest songs of all time like it's consistently in the top 20 of of various lists that come out uh of you know when people attempt to rank the the greatest songs of all time so in that sense i mean sort of in a general like outside of the movie setting purple rain is much better received by critics um but you know obviously in its time footloose did kind of hit some marks that purple rain did not so where do you stand on this category yeah you i think you hit the nail on the head you know from like a chart um award standpoint footloose i think sort of edges out purple rain and I think from a critical standpoint, which I said kind of now that we're in the quarterfinals, I really dug into like what music critics thought about this song. And hands down, Purple Rain is, you know, is more adored critically than Footloose. Um, and, you know, like... I think that Kenny Loggins was such a safe bet in terms of 80s movies soundtracks, right? Like there, he really could do no wrong from I'm All Right from Caddyshack and Danger Zone from Top Gun. Like his songs performed well, but Stereo Gum calls it a perfectly okay piece of music, <laughs> you know, where, whereas when you're talking about Purple Rain, like music critics still love this song today. And I think it's worth mentioning here just at, while we're talking about, you know, critical reception in the wake of the Jan Werner, you know, coming right out and saying that female and black artists couldn't articulate well, you know, that's been in the news lately um, with his book that he just released called The Masters. And it really makes me wonder if like Kenny Loggins in this song just didn't benefit from being a white guy, you know, mm. like, I mean, Rolling Stone magazine, which is where Jan Werner was 
from, obviously he was the editor for many years. Um, he like basically defined classic rock. And now we know that one of the biggest voices in that sphere of influence, like really was kind of only considering a narrow base of what he liked. And so, and then you get someone like a, you know, a Carvel Wallace in Pitchfork says purple rain was a landmark that solidified Prince's standing as the preeminent pop genius of his generation. <laughs> More than three decades on, it still retains all of its power. So I feel like that's pretty cool. Yeah, and but I think did it just... rhyme Louise with knees? <laughs> now, that would be my counter. Yeah, that's so hard that to do. That would be my counter. So hard to do. That would be my counter. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think here, I, I think because of the overwhelming um, support from, from like just general music critics, for the song, I feel like Purple Rain gets this category too. So it gives them a, a two nothing lead here. But here's where it gets interesting. Yeah. Cultural yep. significance. Okay. Now again, Purple Rain is ranked so highly as a song, like as a like I'll yes. call it a piece of art, right? Whereas like Footloose, like like it's not even close how many more people have seen the movie Footloose versus the movie Purple Rain. So while people know this song, I don't think they know the movie. I would not recommend they go out and see the movie, right? Like there's nothing to run out and see. Whereas like, you know, this song by Kenny Loggins and a lot of people know this movie. And if you haven't seen the original movie, right, go and see it because you get Kevin Bacon, you get a young Sarah Jessica Parker, John Lithgow, Diane Weiss. Like there's so many great actors in this movie it, it's i think it's a really good movie right like it's a it's kind of 80s canon but i don't think it's super cheesy i think it's really well done and uh and this song is just kind of i mean obviously comes up i think a couple times in the movie and uh i feel like from a cultural significance standpoint that's i mean i, I kept coming back to footloose even though again people love this song yeah, I'm I'm with you. And I, I agree. I think way more people have seen Footloose than Purple Rain, and rightfully so. Um, Footloose holds up way better, the movie. Um, and I think that's what makes this particular battle so hard, because I think Footloose is a better movie and Purple Rain is a better song. But when we're talking about cultural relevance, I like what you said, you know, about like kids or young people watching it today. And I, I went back and revisited both of these movies. Um, and I feel like the, you know, the town that bans dancing theme would have seemed crazy to kids like millennials, right? They would have been like, wait, what are you talking about? But now I feel like Gen Z's that, that see like the battle with trans rights and women's rights and LBGTQ rights being challenged more than ever, it might be easier for them to see like, oh, a town like that could exist. Because that was always my problem with Footloose, right? Is like nobody's going to buy that what didn't live in the 80s through like, you know, the back masking and like labeling music as being you know, bad or satanic or right, whatever, right, not right. that this song yeah, was, yeah. but you know, like that nobody could understand that fervor unless you lived through it. And so revisiting it though, now in this day and age, I was like, well, wait a minute. It's not as far fetched probably for a Gen Z kid to be like, oh yeah, a town that bands dancing. Like I could see that happening. Um, yeah. I think nowadays with all the news about, well, I mean, whatever news source you're 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 watching right both sides are trying to tell you that something significant to you is going to be banned right <laughs> like, right <laughs> yes <laughs> like 
like every whether it's dancing yes, or every day they have to come you know. up with something significant to your life that is going away permanently right so i think you're right in that it makes it less of a stretch to think that a town could ban dancing altogether um, and yeah, it makes it maybe a little bit more of a connection there. Now, what about Purple Rain? Like you said, you revisited yeah. that. Is there anything? I mean, I remember it I being mean, kind of a nothing movie. Yeah, it's nonsense a little bit, you know, like, and again, I love print. Like, you'll never hear me. And if somebody's like, hey, do you want to go watch Purple Rain? 100% yes. <laughs> like, I will sit through it a hundred more times just because I love the soundtrack. But Alamo Draft House used to create these programs that they kept in the lobby um, with like the month's upcoming movies. And they'd write little like log lines for the movies. And I remember this is one of my favorite like things ever that's been written about a film <laughs> when they were pulling their like synopsis together for purple rain. They wrote, there are vanity projects and then there is purple rain. <laughs> I'm like, that is so genius. Like yes. that is exactly yes. right. Like the movie doesn't age well. It's super misogynistic, like even for the eighties. And then like there's Prince, right? Like you cannot deny the man's genius, but it's funny to see him as like a sex symbol because he's like, what? Four foot 11. He's really and, like, short. Wearing his heels he's really short. And like, yeah doing the deal. So I think that like, you know, if a kid was watching it today, they would be like, what is happening? And I think, you know, like, unless you're over the age of 45 or a huge Prince fan, like you likely have not ever like Purple Rain's never even like crossed your radar. Well, you, you so. may not even know it exists, right? You just know yeah. the song in and yeah. of itself, right? So I, I mean, I think for that, that's where I give the big edge here on cultural significance. I actually give that to Footloose. And that makes me want to advance Footloose in spite of the first two categories. What say you? Mm, you know, what's funny is I have here that Footloose wins this round for me, but I feel like Purple Rain wins the battle. Interesting. So this is a tough one because I think that, yeah, from a cultural standpoint, I think if we weighted that third category heavier than the other two, um, Footloose is definitely the song that maybe more people know. Although, you know, from a song standpoint, I think a lot of people know the song Purple Rain. Um, so this is a tough one. It's a tough one for me. Footloose, ooh, Purple Rain. Okay, I mean, here's I what really we do. Think, um... Here's what we do. Okay, tie goes to the listeners. All right, at Super Awesome Mix, oh. we're gonna put out an Instagram poll. Okay, you guys are gonna choose the winner because Jen and I can't come up with a winner. All right, can't. so go to at Super Awesome Mix. All right, we're gonna post a poll, and the winner of that is gonna advance to the semifinals. There we go. That's how we're gonna resolve this. Okay. Okay. We don't have, so you and I don't have to actually battle one another. Like we had talked about. Yeah. Not we're really not going to. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I don't get to try my, my crane kick this time. <laughs> well, I suggested a, going to a Renaissance fair and doing a joust. Um, but yeah, anyway, we can throw out all the logistics on that. We're going to leave it to the listeners. They're going to decide who advances here. But next week we're going to go with our third quarter final. This time, it's the love song category, okay? In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel from Say Anything, taking on Up Where We Belong by Jennifer Warrens and Joe Cocker from An Officer and a Gentleman. Join us then to see which love song Jen and I loves more on The Battle.